you are very smart. You're very savvy. You're very capable. Many times the finances is, is one area that you've stiff armed possibly or put your head in the sand and that's okay. We're giving you permission to just let that go and come take ownership of it. Like you have in every other area of your life, you are so good at some of these other places. Sometimes we just lay that shame. Like I should already be good at this. Let's let that go. Just come over, figure it out, get it going. Just like you have in all these other areas of, that you have just done phenomenal things in your life. Just take on this area too. Do you make good money but have nothing to show for it? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you have big dreams for your financial future? Do you want to get debt free but you don't want to live on beans and rice? Or you don't want to give up those pumpkin spice lattes? Hey, it's okay if you don't already know how to budget or if you're using credit cards to get through the month. Hey, it's okay if you want to seem like you have your finances all together or you're not on the same page with your spouse when it comes to finances. We know what you're doing probably isn't working, but guess what? You're in the right place. We're Shayna and Vanessa. We're best friends, business partners, and fi master financial coaches trained by Dave Ramsey. We've been in business since 2019, helping hundreds of amazing people like you create budgets, get out of debt, stop living paycheck to paycheck, and know exactly what to do with their money. In this podcast, we'll share with you everything we know, plus everything we're working on with our clients so that you have the best chance at reaching your financial goals. We want to help you take the guesswork out of your budget, improve your marriages, and even bring your kids in on the conversation. We can help you no matter where you're at, whether you're the single mom who's never had $500 in her savings account or the millionaire who's paid off four real estate mortgages. And we're not going to shy away from the tough love. We'll tell you what you need to hear and encourage you at the same time. This is the Ideal Balance Podcast. The first step that we have for you, nobody's going to, but okay. they're going to do it and it's going to be okay. And we're all going to make it through together through this. Okay. And I love what you said about, it's not about your feelings. It's about doing, and mm -hmm. especially in this, we've coached in a lot of different areas and it's more like self-guided. We're just telling you that this is the best thing to do and just get over it and do it. Like We've realized that's what our people want. They yeah. literally tell us, you tell me what to do. I don't want to think about it. They want that. And so we've just leaned into that. It just yeah. works really well. So the easiest first thing to do, really, if you don't have a budget already, if you are if you haven't really got gotten to that point, is to do, go get your bank statements, girl, or your credit card statements. We're not judging. It's fine. Wherever yeah. you're at, go get those for the last 90 days and just get some highlighters out. Oh, color coordinate, color, what you're spending here, what you're spending there, what your bills are like, just go through it and see what's happening. And yes, you're going to be a little frustrated at yourself. Possibly you're going to be a little bit like, oops, I had no idea I was spending a thousand dollars on restaurants every month, but that is the point right. of the exercise. It really does give you that motivation and that fire to really get started. And then what it also really helps you to get started. Right. Yeah. So it just allows you to see where you're at. A lot of people ask us, how much should I be spending on groceries or how much should I be spending on gas every month? But because they don't know. And so by doing this exercise, it's really going to allow you to see how you have been mm -hmm. spending your money in the past. And so that's the first question is, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then the next question is, what do you want to be doing from that point on? So you can really set the platform of, okay, I was spending $2,000 a month on food. You can combine that with groceries and gas or whatever, or groceries and um, restaurants. But now I'm setting the budget to say we are going to only yeah. spend a certain amount from this point. Yeah. So it's really good first exercise. You get that. And that's what allows you to create that first budget. Vanessa said it shows you what you've been doing and you can use that. Like a lot of the bills are not you're not going to change necessarily. Right. Or maybe you don't. That's what you're going to spend on groceries. It's not going to change. But you can also tweak it and put it into the budget the way you want to be spending as well. But it really gives you that overall picture of what's going on. And you can put it into your zero based budget, which we'll explain a little bit more. Go using that 90 day spending review.
One of the things that we've been talking about when it comes to time, again, these are like, these are sisters. These are related. Time and money are relatives. Is what I teach about a weekly plan sheet about fudging that out. But one of the things that I suggest is that they actually do it in reverse. It's like a food diary or a money diary that they go back and they get a reality check and they see where am I actually spending time? Because most people underestimate what their amount of time they're spending on things, whether it's scrolling on social media or how much time it takes them to get ready in the morning. I have a feeling most people underestimate the amount that they're spending on different things and then yikes. But it's okay. We have to have proper perspective. We have to take a little analysis of things. Then we can get healthy with it. Then we can make progress with it. All right. So we've got that first step. We're like, it doesn't matter. They're not going to be mad at me. They're not going to laugh at me. I'm probably pretty normal. Now, what do I do with that information that I've been given? Yeah. And one thing that we get a lot of is there's no judgment. And we definitely don't judge. It's just numbers to us. And what I think is you should be really proud of yourself. If you're doing this, it means you're taking the first step. So there's zero reason to sit in any shame or judgment of yourself. That is not going to be productive. So you've got that information. Now you're going to use that as fuel to do Mm -hmm. better, which is great. And we have a, so our entire process that we do is like how much, how few brain calories can I use on my day-to-day, week-to-week budgeting? Because I need to set it, not necessarily forget it, but I want to set it and then just be able to supervise it. It's the goal. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, that chicken. Do you remember that George Foreman a long time ago was like the set it and forget it? Little rotisserie thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love my George Foreman. I'm so I remember my parents bought one. It was so cute, but it's the same concept, except now you're just, you're literally making it, creating it. And then you can be, we call it the CFO of your own finances, being able to just like Shana said, monitor and manage it. And so what we do, what we mean by that, it's a first step after you've looked at your review, you've created a budget. The next step is now you're going to separate your bill and your spending. So the idea is all of your money comes into one account, which is your main checking, which is now going to be renamed your bills account. Okay. Mm-hmm. And from there, all your money gets farmed out into other accounts. But all of its jobs. Yeah. Yes. Into all the jo- jobs that it has. So one of the accounts is your spending account. By you mixing up right now, most people have one checking. You have your spending out of there. Your bills are coming out of there. This is coming out of you wrote checks out of there. Like you never, you don't know what's going on. Your husband's at Bass Pro Shop out of there. Right. Like it's just a mess in there, it's, girl. It's a hot mess. So the idea now is that you have one account. It's only job is to pay bills. You only keep a certain amount of money in there to pay all your bills and your debt. The second checking account, this new one that you're opened, that's the, that you're going to open and have a debit card for that account. That is the one that you are going to be spending out of. Right. So nothing gets spent out of that account unless you the swipe account. a card. No, the spending account. The, no, nothing gets spent out of the, the spending account unless you physically swipe a card or you're going on Amazon or Walmart or whatever online and clicking buy now. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So we've got two accounts. We've got our bills that really won't change, right? We know how much money to put in there because occasionally it might be a couple dollars here or there, but that's, that's the set it and forget it. And then well, the spending one is the one that is more variable. So it, get, it gets even a little bit more. Let's go. Okay, come on. Yeah, okay. tell me. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Let's start with saying what we consider your zero-based budget is your income. That's the first step. Then you have your debts and your bills. Like you said, those don't change that much. So I can very, it's very easy for me to budget a good amount to keep in my bills account so that it's always there. There's no questions. 
And then we also teach that you're going to do spending and savings, right? So those are going to be moved out of that bills account into their appropriate accounts or, or do their job over there with always the money is over here in the bills account, paying the bills. It's like a personal assistant. You set it up on auto pay. You've got the direct yeah. deposit that goes in. The bills come out automatically. And then you have automated transfers taking everything out of there to where it needs to go. But all your bills are always paid. There's no more NSF fees. There's no more scrolling 80,000 transactions to see if the rate got paid. Like, we don't have time for that. Yeah. So now we're putting all the spending over here and all the savings over here that makes it a lot easier. So that's when we say we have a paycheck plan. And so what happens is all the money that is not allotted for your bills and your debt, then, like Vanessa said, some of that goes to your grocery account or you can get it out in cash. Some of it goes to, let's say you're saving for Christmas, which we've all been doing lately. Some of it may go over into your personal spending account because you do need to have that. And we can talk about that. So it's all going to be going into the different what we call savings buckets or your spending account according to what your one page or your what your zero-based budget is saying. So when you do your zero-based budget, you're getting down to that number zero on purpose. But really what we're talking about is everything after that bill's and debts, like what is all that number? All those numbers I can allot a lot for spending and for saving. And where do I want all that money to go? What are my priorities right now? Yeah, this is going to require you to open up a couple of accounts, but that's the point. Think of Dave Ramsey's cash envelope system. You have all these envelopes and they all have names on them, but we're just taking that digitally. And so the idea is you have no more really than two debit cards on you. Your personal spending account debit card, which is one that you get to go to Starbucks, go to TJ Maxx, whatever, spend some money. The other one is that gas and grocery or spending account that you can spend out of and you and your husband will have access to that. But that's it. So you only actually have two debit cards on you. The rest of them are savings, like Shana said, where you're saving for Christmas, travel, maybe your children's education, maybe home repair, vehicle maintenance, things like that, that are neatly, everything is getting formed into that. Those accounts, nice and neat, every paycheck plan. So what, that way, when you need the money for those things, then you have it. It mm -hmm. easily transferred into your spending account. You swipe the card and voila, it's just, it's genius. Yeah. And <laughs> we also say to set, once you get good at this, once you get the budget down and you figure it out, we can set a lot of those up on automatic transfers. Yeah. And so what happens is we have clients, they show up, they, they, have, they got a flat tire and the guy says, oh, you need all new tires. And she said, oh, that's fine. And he said, what do you mean that's fine? People usually freak out. They get stressed out. What, what's wrong with you? Why you have to save like, up for it? I've been saving up for it in my vehicle account. So I'll just transfer it. Go ahead and do it. And that's what we want for every mom. When the summer camp tuition comes around, you've saved for it, girl. When Christmas comes or Black Friday comes, you've saved for it. It's all there. It's all happening automatically. You always know what you have to spend because it's in your state. It's very specially put in your account where you can't mix it up. It's not like if I spend this, do we get to eat this week? Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's all very organized. organized. Yeah. yeah I, I have, I think I have like 14 accounts and that kind of freaks people up. I don't really care. Like my husband gets paid on Wednesdays, on Thursday mornings, everything gets farmed out into all the accounts. And like for last week, for instance, I needed an oil change. My husband went to the place. He was at the counter with the bank transfer screen open. He said, how much is the oil change? We transfer it from vehicle into spending, swipe the card. Nothing in our bills account was messed with. Nothing else in any of the accounts. It was just very strategically done. Yeah. And, and the best part about it is most of your banks have a note section that I absolutely love. Take advantage of that note section and say, Yukon oil change or whatever. The reason you transfer that money out of that savings account to use, write the date, or I guess they'll track it automatically. But the reason why, and then you can go back, look later and say, okay, how much okay. have I been spending on everything? And then you can reallocate money. Maybe you need more next year to start saving for your vehicle fund. Yeah. So this whole thing is just using your bank 
as your personal assistant. Yeah. All of these things will become eventually automated and you're just supervising your money, doing what it's supposed to do. What you planned that original budget was just knowing yeah, it took you a minute. It's fine. You're fine. But now it's all happening automatically. You're supervising it and you there's no more wrecking balls. There's no more. Can I? Should I? NSFPs, how? how no. Will I? Credit. You don't have to rely on debt to pay for things because you know what you can afford and how to save up for them. So it's just that's our basic. That's a very over high overview of our system that we that we tell people about. The biggest takeaway that I have is I think so many people feel like a budget or financial planning is restrictive. Mm. But when I listen to you, it feels completely opposite. Because there's freedom. You are not having to, all right, let me see. Let me eat ramen for a week because I did not prepare for not anything about ramen. It feels like from restrictive to permissive. Like you have control to, I remember I was, Josh and I were the couple that when we got married, we were in our late 20s. We were so used to our own deal. Neither one of us big spenders, but we were so used to having autonomy that all of a sudden we put our you know money together in the same account and it was so stressful because he's swiping I'm swiping we're, which all of a sudden all this money's coming out of this one account and it felt real and, and that's my personality too because I like to know where my money's going and it felt horrible and I was like mad at him for spending money on something so we did we had the envelopes man this would have been so much easier like with just the different accounts but we had the envelopes we took the calculator to the grocery store we were like standing by the oranges okay we can get two oranges today <laughs> whatever but I also loved it because I was like I don't know I was like not sneaky with mine but I'm like ooh, if I save up a little bit of here then next month I can really splurge and I can get the things that I want and I don't feel guilty and I'm like waltzing into the nail salon or whatever it was that I wanted to do I didn't have to answer to anybody I felt like okay so please tell me that you have some tools that will help people navigate this? Because I know that there's people that are like, okay, this sounds great, but holy cow, I need like a guide. I need a mentor. I need somebody who like lays it out for me. So I know you have resources. Of course, share those in the show notes, but you are going to help us with that, right? Oh, of course. So I think to get people started, we have what we call 49 smart money moves. And I think it's just a fun way to look at. Here are 49 things we've told clients to do at different points. And you could say, I'll take one of these or I'll take this. It feels doable to me right or now. Or do all of them. Or do it. And then you can do them all. And it's just a fun way to get get introduced to a lot of what we say. So that's just at myadealbalance.com forward slash smart money. But we also have a one page budget template. And I think that when you say budgeting feels restrictive, a lot of times people also say it feels overwhelming. And it's just like your Sunday brain drain. It's like once I get it out on paper, I'm going to feel so much better. I'm going to know what's the plan. I'm going to know what's possible. When you said people feel re restricted or whatever, a lot of times when we do the first time budget, they're like, I have this much money right. left yeah. over. Are, Are you sure? sure? Basically, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. They don't know how to do it right. And yeah. so when we show them how to do the budget the right way, how yeah. to give themselves a pocket money, how to start saving for Christmas ahead yeah. of time, how to start saving for the oil change yeah. that they're always stressed out about. I just had a free call with a lady the other day and she said, well, um, you know, February's budget's going to look really good because January, uh, yeah, February's going to look good because December and January, I have HOA dues that are due in my boat HOA dues. And so I, I told her, I said, well, you need to start budgeting for those 12 months out of the year. And I, ha I explained it a little bit and you could see the light bulbs go off. That was the first time anyone had ever mm -hmm. suggested that to her yeah. to save for it for the entire year instead of trying to pull 
$800 out of one month for their budget. That was a lot. And it just felt really restrictive for her. Yeah. So to make it easy to start, we have the one page budget template and that's a free resource. People can get it. It's at myadobalance.com forward slash budget. But then we have a full girl. We got, we paid. Is it meaty? Is it juicy? Is it? Yeah. So good. We spent months. So much money and so much time on getting this very smart guy from Canada to build it for us. Yeah. And he was, to, maybe he wasn't Canada. It was Michigan. I don't know. But either way, it's really close up there. Yeah. They're I, really close together. I'm from Wisconsin originally. It's like, yeah. Which, yeah. In Canada, which state are you above? Yeah. It's all encompassing. It has budgets. It has a debt tracker. It has a debt snowball. It has the savings buckets, which is what Vanessa's talking about. How do I plan for these big things all year long so that I can just put a little bit away each month and not have, oh, how am I going to come up with $2,000 in property taxes this month? Well, oh, like we don't need that in our life either. So our system, it's our signature budget template. It is got everything in there. And of course, we do one-on-one coaching with, with, with our clients. That's what we do to help them walk through and learn all of this because it is what can be the thing is, is we didn't learn it. We get it. Right. And not only did we not learn personal finance to your point, when we were, when we were growing up, we certainly did not learn how to join this for my husband's version of personal finance <laughs> and mine together. That was, that was a little messy. And I actually think these days our personal finances are so much more complicated than it used to be. Cash, the literally gra- grandma's cash envelopes and the tin bucket or the tin can, that used to be the really ex- exotic financial planning. And now it's just so complicated. So just give yourself the grace and just understand you don't know what you don't know. That's totally fine. You can just listen to our podcast, hire us as coaches, whatever you would want to do to, to learn, to take the time, give it six months or whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to study. I'm going to learn. I'm going to get good at this. I'm going to set it up so that I can just supervise mm-hmm. it. That's the, the way that we look at it. Yeah. We have a lot of clients that want the accountability and that's really what it's about. It's about showing up for somebody else. Sometimes we have a hard time, like we talked about showing up for yourself, but if you Say, I have an appointment with this person who has given me these steps, these guidelines, and these action items, mm-hmm. what to do. Yeah. Uh, and but if I just do them, I know I'm going to be successful. Yeah. And we send you a recap that gives you your exact list before our next meeting. Just knock out these couple of things. And we know that if they do knock out those things, they will continue to be successful in their mm-hmm. learning. It's not just about numbers. It is habit change, mindset change. It's whole life coaching, financial coaching in those sessions. And Our clients come out of there being able to do this on their own and having lifelong success and teaching it, not just maybe to their kids, but even their grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. So accountability and the intentionality in this requires time. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we talk about is time and time management. So we have busy women that think, okay, this is one more thing I need to add. I've got to have this conversation with my husband. Or I've got to be the one in charge of telling my money where to go. So can we speak to a few tips on how do we equate our time with that? How do we find time for that? What does that look like for women in this audience that are listening? And, and a couple guys. Always got to shout out to the guys. I want Vanessa to say her famous line first and then I'll jump in. There are 365 days in a year. We're asking for 12. Yeah. 12 of those days once a month to sit down and make your budget a priority. Yeah. And like we talked about before, you once you get this initial budget, that's going to really help you. You're not everything is going to change every month. So once you have your basic budget that you come up with, then you're just going to start tweaking it month to month. And that's great. Like, good job. But you do have to take time because literally every month, the way I look at it is I ask my kids, hey, what have you planned for me that I need to put in my budget this month? So that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, that's happening tomorrow. So like literally every month is going to change a little bit, right? So you have to sit down each month and, and see and plan it out. The other part of that is to know that 
you're not going to be able to like those oil changes. You're going to forget to start budgeting for those like originally, or there's going to be something that you forget. So the each month you go, you're going to get better mm -hmm. at predicting and understanding. And so what we like to say is make it fun, make it a date night, put it in your Sunday plan when I'm going to do this or whatever, and be okay. Make it fun. Add music, add drink or whatever. Fun beverages. Yeah, fun beverages, some chocolate, whatever. I don't know. Whatever's on your, your goal plan. My husband and I, I'm just telling you, we just go to the brewery. We have beer, brewery, budget, date. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. And that's what I don't know, but I like alliteration. So I'm all for that. Let's see. Let's beer, see yeah. Wine, whiz. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we take my computer and we just do the whole budget. We look at the whole schedule for the month. We do it. And that's, and we just make it a thing. It's a thing. And, and, and this is another thing. This is a way that you can grow with your spouse. Sometimes yeah. it's, you need to keep growing together the longer as you're together. And you guys setting these budgets up, planning your money, talking setting about it, it, talking about it, dreaming together. That's what we want for you. This can be a fun thing if we do it right. We had one client tell us that her husband would only show up to the budget meeting. She would make it. And... We just wanted to throw it out there. We're all, it's fine. Yeah, We're whatever adult. you need to do. But it was just you know? fun. It was like. Whatever you got to get them in the room. Yes. <laughs> but it was just a fun adult way to just have a budget and make it their own. And we just thought it was adorable. So we, I know we, we talk about that a lot. <laughs> okay. The visuals are flying over here. I'm like, did they really get to the budget part? Wait, like having, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, you got to do what you got to do when you're married that long. It's fine. But um, so yeah, you want to do the monthly date night and then a weekly check-in. So. Um, it, it's going to get easier as you go, right? You're checking in, you're supervising the accounts. It's going to be so fast, especially with our budget template. Yeah. You just click the checkbox, y'all. You say, oh, that got paid. That got mm -hmm. paid. That went. And it's like, oh, I feel so fancy. Everything's that. And you get extra check. You get the dopamine from checking mm -hmm. things off, which is super important in our world. So you can use that. But then it's going to get faster. So you might need 20 minutes in the beginning as you're getting used to it. But then later on, it'll be a five-minute thing. Just make sure everything is going according to plan. And it will be very easy because you can look at one glance at your bank and be like, everything's going to according yes. to plan. It's fine. That's <laughs> what I do. I love it. We just want you to get to a point where it's so systematic and so organized and automated that you literally, when you go to do your budget, it takes you five minutes because you maybe have to tweak one or two things mm -hmm. that are coming up because everything else, the Christmas, the birthday parties, the gifts, like all, it's already budgeted in there because mm -hmm. you're budgeting 12 months out of the year for all this stuff. And right now we're talking about this uh, towards the end of the year. So if you could imagine starting your January budget the right way, mm -hmm. setting it up for the 12 months of everything that you have coming up, you are literally going to be golden. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to begin at the beginning. We're going to start at the beginning. And the very first thing, everybody's going to pull their checking account or their credit card account. We're going to look back in the last 90 days. We're going to highlight what we did, color code it, have that whole little Joseph's code of many colors, all the little colors on there. And then we're going to start to tell our money where we want to go. We're going to have our different accounts. We've got resources. They can totally reach out and connect with you guys. And the long game is that this is going to save you time. Mm -hmm, this yeah. is going to create wealth. I have to say, my mom's bestie says that there's four reasons to accumulate wealth or have financial freedom. I love them. They apply to time as well. And the first one is to spend. We all have responsibilities and bills, right? We're going to spend time. We're going to spend money. The second is to save. And this may be an inaccurate. You'll have to tell me if this statistic is correct. But I read that this was prior to the pandemic. 60% of Americans have less than $1,000 in their yeah. savings account. Talk about stress, right? Talk about maybe feeling like they've got to take on extra jobs. They've got to do all those things. So savings is the second. What a peaceful feeling. Third is investing. 
Mm-hmm. And traditionally, women live longer than men. We need women. Mm-hmm. Listen to us. We have to get our head out of the sand with this. This is yeah. critical. This is mission critical for women yeah. to know their finances and passwords and where the money is and 401ks or not, whatever's going on. And so that investment. And then the fourth is my favorite, and it's to give freely, gener- generously, and anonymously. And when I hear you talk about what we can do with our money, those four things are seamless. Girl, there are, we could talk about this for days. Sure. Yeah. So we'll just have to come back on at a different time. Yeah, there's so many things that we could say. But I, what I want to say to what you just said is you, as a, as a woman, the woman that listens to this, you are very smart. You're very savvy. You're very capable. Many times the finances is, is one area that you've stiff-armed possibly or put your head in the sand and that's okay. We're giving you permission to just let that go and come take ownership of it like you have in every other area of your life. You are so good at some of these other places. Sometimes we just lay that shame like I should already be good at this. Let's let that go. Just come over, figure it out, get it going just like you have in all these other areas that you have just done phenomenal things in your life. Just take on this area too. Yeah. And I'll say some people will literally tell us I'm terrible at numbers. I'm bad with budgets. No, you just haven't been taught how to do it the right way or been Mm -hmm. shown an easier way to do it or way that you like. And I think we get that feedback a lot. This is so simple. This is so easy. Why haven't I thought about this before? I'm like, don't do that. You can do that all day with different things, but just start where you are and take this, our free budget template that will be in the show notes and just use it or buy the, our signature budget template that we have that has everything that you need to be successful Mm -hmm. from this point on. And just say today is going to be new. Today is going to be different. So bring, so freeing and everything and exciting. I don't know. I feel like there is this excitement in in your future once you acknowledge where you're at Mm -hmm. and you set your sights on where you want to go. Hey, if you found value in this podcast and you're ready to go deeper, here are some ways we can connect. First, go ahead and take the leap. Book a free 20-minute financial coaching call with us. This is your chance to ask questions, to get personalized advice, and start mapping out your financial journey for free. It's on us. We're treating you. Just hop on a call, chat for 20 minutes. It's going to be great. Yeah. Next, join our supportive Facebook group where you can connect with other like-minded people who are trying to figure out this budget thing just like you. Yep. Or if you want to take it to the next level, grab our signature budget template. You've heard us talk about it. It's a game changer for organizing and optimizing your finances. It's practical, user-friendly, and it's the perfect tool, girl, Mm -hmm. to start making real progress. And if you're ready to get serious about your finances and you know you need the accountability, sign up for financial coaching now. Guys, this is the one-on-one hand-holding that you know you need. Let's be honest, guys. If you're going to do it on your own, you would have done it already. So that's what we're here for. Yes. So visit myidealbalance.com for all the details, all the links, everything you need to get connected. And hey, if today's conversation sparked a new idea or inspired a change in you, why not share that spark? Tell a friend about the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Your words could be the nudge that someone else needs to start their journey towards financial freedom. And by the way, as we say goodbye, remember your financial journey, your well-being isn't just about numbers. It's about all the peace, the joy, the lack of stress that it's going to bring into your life. So you've got this and we're here to support you every step of the way. Mm -hmm.